Hello, my name is Reverend Seth Nelson, and I am the pastor of Faith Lutheran Church in Ronan, Montana. Join in weekly to hear the good news of God's love proclaimed over your life. You can follow us on Podbean and iTunes. God bless you this day. Our gospel lesson for this week comes from Luke, the 23rd chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. When they came to the place that is called the skull, they crucified Jesus there with the criminals, one on his right and one on his left. Then Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And they cast lots to divide his clothing. And the people stood by watching. But the leader scoffed at him, saying, He saved others. Let him save himself if he is the Messiah of God, his chosen one. The soldiers also mocked him, coming up and offering him sour wine and saying, If you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. There was also an inscription over him, This is the king of the Jews. One of the criminals who were hanged there kept deriding him and saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and us. But the other rebuked him, saying, Do you not fear God, since you are under the same sentence of condemnation? And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He replied, Truly I tell you, Today you will be with me in paradise. Here ends our gospel lesson. Praise to you, O Christ. Please be seated. Well, grace and peace to you from God our Father and our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm going to share with you a uh, tale of the best laid plans of mice and men that oft go awry. Uh, I guess a little content warning here, I do not come off well in this story. <laughs> I've been uh, planning for a while to take a hunting weekend. Sundays, uh, as, you know, as you know, Sundays I'm otherwise occupied uh, and uh, contractually obligated to be in church, and s- except for the ones that I have off. and I often sit by and watch all these other people do stuff on Sundays other than be in church, like go hunting or golfing or uh, go to football games or whatever the case may be. So, uh, but I have to plan my Sundays out a little bit better if I want to take them off and have a weekend uh, of hunting, which I've come to enjoy. Hunting in Montana is uh, it's quite the experience. It's a good place. So, And so I chose last Sunday as... The one, I saved up one of my vacation Sundays uh, to head out with the family. And uh, we, the plan was we'd pull our RV over kind of by Sealy, east of us and east of the mountains here. Go around the missions off the reservation. And I've been planning for this trip, this weekend trip for a long time. Uh, in no small part, because we bought our RV used and some parts of it broke <laughs> and had to be fixed. Most important of which was the heater. <laughs> For winter camping, it is very important that the heater works. And I'm glad to say after many, after researching manuals for our heater units and 
doing all sorts of DIY YouTube videos and rewiring the thing a little bit and getting replacement parts. I got that thing working like a charm. So pat on my back, best laid plans, right? <clears throat> and uh, fixing up other things that had uh, shifted and kind of not held up in our summer trip to Colorado with it and, and things like that. So I'm, I'm, I'm putting the planning work, guys. I got the propane filled, I got the gas going, generator working. I'm doing my dad work, you know, making sure everything's good to go. And as we all know, this November, it snowed. <laughs> and it snowed a great deal. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, my plans are in place. My weekend's locked in. Many thanks to Sherry for covering for me last week, even though she was feeling under the weather herself. Uh, and this I am prone to do, instead of reconsidering, as all the snow fell and fell and fell, and then it snowed again, and the snow fell and fell and fell like I never experienced in the hunting season in my eight years in Montana. By golly, I'm not going to change my plans. <laughs> Got to go for it. Got to press on. Call it the stubborn, you know, German, Scandinavian ancestry in, in, that's flowing in my blood or whatever. But I make my mind up. I'm going to commit, right? I'm going to commit. So we decide we can just take it slow. We'll be all right. <laughs> We pull out, we get everything suited, we're fully gassed up, full propane, full food, good to go for our weekend excursion away. Beautiful spot that we found last year and just wanted to go back. I'm not gonna tell you where it is, because <laughs> I've learned that that's what you gotta do. You gotta keep Montana hidden, right? Especially not spread our beautiful spots over the internet. Right? Uh, needless to say though, it's firmly on Sealy's side of the missions. Uh, one point, I didn't really do my research as well in my stubbornness. So I didn't research how much snowfall they got over there <laughs> compared to what we got over here. <laughs> so I, uh, and part of my false reassurance on this journey was I went out to just uh, to sight in my rifle scope. I did some target practicing up North Crow and driving through the snow there. And, um, found a tree and all that and put my target up and in the process I was like driving through and I was like oh we can make this fine it's good it's good we can do this we set off first omen of our journey that should have told us what was up we could hardly see last weekend there was a cold icy fire on Friday there was a cold icy fog descended on the valley as though God was telling us Cease. Desist. <laughs> you can't see anything. Go no further. Uh, but we drove, and as we made it through Mission and up to Jocko Road, or, well, St. Mary's Lake Road, and then eventually to Jocko Road, it cleared up. And honestly, it was gorgeous. It was absolutely gorgeous, so scenic, so beautiful as those drives, especially through the mountains of Montana, even more beautiful than we can see from the highway. We all know these drives well. Snow laden, just gorgeous. And as we go and as we go, the snow gets deeper and deeper and deeper. 
We're compelled onward. We're compelled onward by the beauty of God's creation, making this weekend happen, sharing it with our children, sharing it with one another, solidifying this experience as a family. And we drive on and on and on, and the snow is deeper and deeper. Jocko Road, I got stuck a little bit around one corner. Again, perhaps cease, desist. <laughs> but I got free. We we're able to pull, pull the whole rig out and just keep on going. Instead of hearing cease and desist, I and my male bravado think, I can do this. <laughs> I can keep going. We went further and further, and we made it around. We're getting nearer and nearer to where we planned to park and to camp. We got stuck again. Snow. Thank you, snowmobilers, that we were letting pass. We go off the track a little bit, and we can't keep going again, right? <laughs> it is so deep. Where here it was inches and you know maybe a foot. Over there, I'm estimating the powdered snow was at least three feet, if not deeper than that. It was not well trafficked, not well packed down, not plowed out at all, obviously, on those mountain roads. But we made it clear again. Instead of hearing cease, desist, hedge your bets, save your family, don't get stuck on the mountain. All I hear is, we've come this far, let's keep going. <laughs> Coupled at this point, it's early afternoon, the sun is shining. I'm not sure how it was on this side of the mountains because I think the fog was still stuck over there, but on Seeley's side, it was bright, it was warm, it was melting. Right. So, so the snow was very much so softening. And we turn up to, and we're about two miles from our destinations. After hours and hours of making it more or less safely through the snow, we get stuck again, and there we were to stay. <laughs> we got stuck for good. <laughs> Thank you, Otto. Yes, we got stuck for good. My children remember it well. Here, instead of being the hero who makes it to his destination, here I am the father who tries and tries for hours and hours, but all we managed was to stay put after all the trying. And after about two hours of trying to get free, all that, and I'll spare you details, you can criticize me later as the Montana way I should have done it and all this and that. Uh, it was made clear that our ambitions got the best of us. And instead of turning uphill, we should have turned down, found a different spot, but we did not. We made our choices and our choices got us stuck in the snow. Fortunately, we counted our blessings. We we're going to camp at roughly the same spot anyway. So we just set up where we were and uh, turned the heater on. Worked, worked as well as we planned. Stayed safe for the night, made dinner, had fun sledding at the hill just a short distance away. And uh, <clears throat> we even got to watch Wally, right? Turned on the generator and had our family movie night out there in the snow as we fretted about what awaited the next day. How were we to get this whole situation redeemed and rectified? We tried to get free once again as the snow hardened up the next morning, but uh, 
the damage we had done the afternoon before was clear. And uh, so we called for, uh, I would say it was a pricey tow out of the mountains. <laughs> um, but we got free, we got clear. Obviously we're here today and uh, all is more or, less, more or less right with the world. I share that story to share that I am not God. Though I intended and kind of went forth with courage, you know, seize the day mentality. And just, oh, we just, you know, we can get there, right? Where there's a will, there's a way. Just keep pressing on, keep pressing on, keep pressing on. There's some roads we should not have been on. There are some limitations we should have accepted. There are some best laid plans, so to speak that we should have uh, reconsidered and all that. Part of being human is being just that, being human, accepting what you can do and accepting what we cannot. Seeing where God is God and we are not. Seeing where sometimes you think you might get stuck in the snow. Sure enough. You might get stuck in the snow, right? So it goes with life. At a certain point in the process, there was a bit of a spiritual journey as parents stressing out, what are we going to do? How are we going to get out of this situation? Well, except, you know what? Our ambitions got the best of us. Our ambitions got the best of us, and we need help. We're not getting out of this on our own. Fortunately, I'm very grateful, actually, that we did not arrive at our destination. Just beyond where we got stuck, the road got narrower and got worse and got harder to turn around in. I'm very grateful for, though we were stuck in that situation, we still had cell phone service where we could easily call down the mountain and uh, just get out of there easily. I feel like God was providing for us when we didn't even know it. Despite our best intentions, God was showing up in certain ways to protect us, to, to be there in ways that we didn't see as we were stressing with trying to get ourselves and save ourselves from the situation. God was, God was there all along. God was making sure we were all right. And for that, I will be forever grateful. And we hear from our gospel lesson, of how God always intends to be there. Even when we intend perhaps otherwise. Even when we get our desserts, our comeuppance, our whatever. We hear of these criminals, right? The one mocking, uh, <clears throat> mocking Jesus on the cross, saying, Are you not the Messiah? Save yourself and save us. If you are the Messiah, you will show yourself powerful. You will accomplish good things that are obvious and easy. And you will save us too. If you are the Messiah, you will match my ambitions to get us off this cross. But we see instead the repentance that God calls us all to in the other criminal who says, Do you not fear God? Since you are under the same sentence of condemnation, 
And we indeed have been condemned justly, for we are getting what we deserve for our deeds. But this man has done nothing wrong. Out of that place of humility, he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He accepted that he was a criminal. He accepted that he had murdered in his insurrection activities and the other criminal as well. They had killed for political purposes. That is why they were on the cross. He recognized that Jesus was there for no good reason at all, other than the evil in this world being visited upon him. He accepted that all his human ambitions to overthrow the powers over them, to overthrow the government and the empire that ruled over their Judean lands, he accepted their actions had gotten them to that place of execution and punishment. But he looked to Jesus and saw something else, something different. And he looked to Jesus and he saw salvation that he could not earn for himself. This man, this criminal, I thought that he could earn salvation, bring salvation to his people by killing in the name of political violence and aggression. But then, there on that cross, next to this innocent man, this innocent son of God, he saw something different. He saw a salvation that was outside of himself. He saw a salvation that we cannot earn for ourselves. We cannot plan for ourselves. A salvation is greater than anything we can do on our own. On that cross, this criminal saw God. And when he saw God, he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. He saw his true king. The true king who could not be killed or conquered or executed. He saw his true king who would be resurrected. And then he heard these all so sweet words. Truly I tell you, today you will be with me in paradise. Brothers and sisters, despite our best ambitions, we will find ourselves stuck. Hopefully not literally stuck in the snow as your humble pastor was. But despite our best efforts, despite our best laid plans, somewhere along the way, we will mess up. We do mess up. We have messed up. This is just who we are. But we are encouraged once again today on this day, Christ the King Sunday, that when we say, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom, it is God's good pleasure to respond every single time. Truly, I tell you, Today, you will be with me in paradise. May the peace of God, which passes all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Amen. I hope that you have enjoyed this week's sermon podcast. If you would like to hear more, read my blog, or get a copy of my book called The Church Unknown, go to www.revsethnelson.com. If you feel called to support our ministry, I invite you to go to our church's website at flcronan.org and click on the Offerings tab. 
May the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord's face shine on you and be gracious unto you. May the Lord look upon you with favor and give you peace.